0: You make a little raggedy bitch. Bitch, your ass belongs to me. I told you what you can and can't do with it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Shut up! All you All Sit down, I wanna talk to you. Anybody thinking about leaving here is gonna find my left foot square up your ass. Do you understand that? Shut up, you junkie whore. I'm talking to you. And those two bitches that left, they better learn to sell pussy and niceline because if I ever see them again, I'm gonna cut their fucking throats. We're a family, and that's what we're going to stay. Now, I got important business out there today, and when I call you, I want you to come out there and shake your asses proper. You hear? (laughs) Monologue by Michelle Nichols and her portrayal of Dorinda in the blaxploitation film Truck Turner, and more than likely how the women's locker room was addressed during the Attitude era. That is *Reverse Realm*. I am Rob E. Hennessy, and tonight I will take a shot every time I drag Rhea Ripley. And on this episode, we'll be discussing championship threesomes, V is for Vegas, never-ending endeavors, and cash shit. Cause this, this is the cash shit
1: podcast.
0: So yeah, uh, welcome back. It's Moon Day. Mm-hmm. Um, how we feeling? About uh, 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 I,
1: I, I just gotta start off with um a hot take go now, ahead i'm
0: pouring my shot because i know i'm gonna drag somebody later on go ahead
1: um now robert i don't know how you're gonna
0: take this oh is this about is this about a dream deferred
1: but um no no it's not not we're not getting there yet okay i don't know how you're gonna take this but whether you be cool or come out of a bag on me <laughs> it really don't make a difference um Tonight was actually my favorite Rhea Ripley match of all time. Yes. It was- Why are you laughing?
0: <laughs> I had to think of what the match was. And um, yeah,
1: it was it tremendous.
0: Was- it was, it was a, a Divas-era booking. It was uh, less than two minutes. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> um, be that as lost. it
1: may, it, it's the best Rhea Ripley match I've ever seen. <laughs> Too Um
0: Nicholas Cross was back on the program. So, um, yeah, if this, uh, yeah, yeah, I totally. Yeah. I want to stay in the bag. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm snug inside the Birkin with um, okay. that. Uh, yeah, I'm lurking in the Birkin because that, yeah. Totally agreed. Totally loved it. First, somewhat kind of a storyline chink in the armor. I'll take it. I
1: will take it. Yeah. Um, so, like, all jokes aside, not that I was joking or anything, it literally is my favorite Rhea Ripley match ever. Two minutes. Let's keep all her matches to two minutes and under. Um, it, the booking in it is ass backwards, because it didn't really help either one of them, because on one hand, you got this champion who you're trying to push as, you know, the next big thing or whatever the hell. Um, sorry, Brock. Um <sighs> you have her looking like an idiot basically. And then you have Nikki on the other side being so tired of being in catering and not doing shit that she is completely not even just content. She's thrilled and over the moon. <laughs> Because she was able to last two minutes in a match, how does it um, help either one of them?
0: It, okay, so let me let me go ahead and put a button on all of that for you. The only decent byproduct of this current Raw Women's Championship program and all of its byproducts and spinoffs is that we keep getting Oscar and Charlotte. Oh my lord! I mean, <laughs> how that is the gift that keeps on giving is beyond me. But what I will say that even beyond like what they do in ring, everything extending from that point forward, storytelling wise makes no sense because the gripe was, I was Rhea didn't pin me. Mm-hmm. Rhea pinned Oscar. Yep. So then Whoa. Oscar and her have a match. Mm-hmm. and Charlotte <laughs> takes the L that uh, last week. Mm-hmm. She picks up the whim this week. And now she's the axiomatic number one contender. Yeah,
1: I was going to get there. It made, like, why wasn't Asuka named the number one contender and challenger for Rhea at Hell in a Cell last week when she beat Charlotte? So in order to
0: fix that, all you had to do was tonight say, okay, well, the winner tonight will get the match at Hell in a Cell. And Rhea, you are barred from ringside. And that would have just similarly concluded all of this. And it still goes back to our argument that we normally have that, um, Oscar has not had the win over Charlotte that Charlotte continues to have over Oscar. Charlotte beats Oscar straight up. She beats her.
1: I and I get and, that. I get it.
0: And so that's my only argument is that I need Oscar to get like a a clean. I beat you because they give me to Charlotte regularly. And well,
1: so, well look, I I wouldn't count tonight as that because tonight Charlotte beat. Oscar just like Oscar beat her last week with a sans interference or whatever distraction, but she beat her with a roll-up. She caught Oscar. She uh, Yeah, she no, and caught that her I do and-
0: because it was a it was a very good match that I do not mind. Because it wasn't a, a it wasn't that she went down with the leg. She she her leg was tattered and battered and bruised and uh scrambled and mm-hmm. uh and fried and laid to the side. But she kept going. So I like that it spoke to her moxie and her determination, but she ultimately lost to Charlotte without any interference. And that's what I'm saying. Like, all of Asuka's wins over Charlotte had this cloud over It's never, ever just like one-on-one. However I beat you, I beat you. No distractions, I beat you. There was, I mean, one could argue that her leg was her distraction, but whatever the case may be, that wasn't it. Charlotte beat her straight up, and a very good match. And and, and here's the thing about it, like I said uh, earlier on in our group chat, that was, like, that's the kind of loss I don't mind Asuka having. That is the kind of loss... Put that L in her, in her, in her column. I don't have a problem with that because that was a damn good match. It and was I don't know a how banger. Those mm. keep just even when they get, even when they have a miscue, or even when they get kind of, that have an instance of being a little, you know, sloppier than normal. It still works because they start to the match out like they're trying to hurt each other. They start to the match out like, bitch, I'm, and it and it kind of adds to the. What would be authentic and what would be a real fight? Like I'm not going to do everything perfect in a real fight because I'm trying to hurt you. I'm trying to win, right? right. Um, and so you know, even their slips are still like, woo, I'm still invested. Like they don't take me out of the match. And um, I and and, and it's one of the things that like no matter who wins, you 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 as a viewer, you've already won. And so um, you know, I know that uh, Charlotte will do her best to carry Rhea to some kind of a situation. Um, I noticed that they didn't say whether or not it was in the cell. Yeah, they um, did not. They did not. So and I mean it doesn't really it doesn't have the heat to be in the cell, to be honest. And I don't know that Rhea
1: could survive that. Um Well, you know,
0: it wouldn't Charlotte, be the first
1: time team. Charlotte carried someone inside Hell in the Cell, but you know, I'll save that for another day. Well. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, um, yeah, I totally get one. that. <laughs> I totally get that. Uh as far as how Charlotte beats Asuka and how Asuka beats Charlotte. Um with that being said, they're now tied 5 to 5. Um yeah, they are. and I I that was heat. They they were wrestling tonight on Raw. I don't know what what everybody was dealing with backstage, but you know, quote-unquote creative was like just go out there and wrestle whatever. Um this was my favorite episode of Raw and like I can't remember I, th- this was a great episode there were uh, we had some three moments bangers tonight. in there the ring some,
0: uh, there's some moments tonight cuz <laughs> yeah. uh, cuz uh, Xavier and uh, Matt got damn brother, mm-hmm. uh, first outing that was like uh, y- y'all two it like in a relationship cuz like this shouldn't mean this much chemistry I I can't. like those two... well i mean add a little Brad Maddox, add a little page
1: <laughs> okay we're starting early. We're, we're starting, kidding. and
0: it's because I, I dragged Rhea and took two shots, we started early. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, moving forward. Um, but there was some chemistry, and I like the story that's being told. Uh, there. Um, I don't mind what they're doing with. Uh, I like their not wasn't really redemption, but I like that. Um, uh, Umberto isn't quitting. Um. I love that uh, express jeans and 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 and, and triple H (laughs) sleeveless denim vest ricochet is uh is kind of inserting himself into this equation, Um, especially after he kind of had a rough week on Twitter. He needs a good showing on Raw, Um, because that shit on Twitter was just like it was weird.
1: Well, it it was weird. Um, It also was accurate. Ricochet is the best high flyer in the game. Um, all things considered, at least on the male side. Now, see when you start clocking into Io Shirai, that's where you fucked up. And that's, that's what he did, and that's, where that's he what he like, fucked up, right? Like so. And that
0: was my thing is like I actually <laughs> like went and looked at some other EO stuff, and I was like, I don't know that I can agree with him completely. Like I and 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 the thing about it is he's like. Ever since we left the attitude era has been very binary in their competition. Like this is we've recently got closer to male versus uh female uh competition than we have a, we've been in a long time. It isn't thing they do anymore. So clearly you weren't going head to head with the female side of this of this of this graphic. A, B, you're in the graphic. They didn't they didn't skirt you, and it's plenty of 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 men that are underneath or maybe on the par of ricochet to some degree, or close to that. That could have felt a way about being left off that graphic. You're on Mm -hmm. the graphic. You ain't even on RAW for the most part, and you was on this graphic. So I I didn't understand like, and that isn't even his like on-screen character. So he wasn't. It wasn't you know him and K Five. I just didn't get it. Let alone for you to make a shot at like you could. He could have just been like, oh well, they could have like left the rest of them in off this off this poster because I am the only man. Like he could have just went that route, and it would have been totally fine. But like, well, I don't think woman, he brought up EO. Good.
1: I don't think he brought up EO. Someone else did.
0: Um, someone else did. I think, I, I forget what his response was that, that just sent it down the rabbit hole.
1: He basically he said, said, back, said you know, it, all you know, much respect to EO, whatever. But I stand by my case. Even she can't do what I do. I don't think it was you, too crazy. You can't, you can't need any leaks I said what I said when you
0: see where that is getting ready to head in the Twitter verse you know the dynamics of Twitter and and of of toxic masculinity blah 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 you know like what that's going to be encapsulated in and what the takeaway is going to be
1: let's say You're here's my problem that. with that though but but also but but in his defense and a whole different type of conversation here's my issue with that though there Is a double standard to the double standard. If we are going Mm -hmm. to hold women up where they should be, equal Mm -hmm. to men, Mm -hmm. then you're going to have equal parts of this conversation. And if that means I'm saying I'm the best at something, that means men and women. And just because someone brings up a woman and I say I'm better than you, it, it doesn't automatically equal... Sexism it doesn't automatically it doesn't. It equal doesn't. he's bringing her down because she's not. a woman. He's saying he's better because she's a woman. No, he's just saying I am the best, no matter who, no matter the gender. you mention. And no I, matter I, and who. And here's the
0: thing about that, and I totally understand that in a given space and under those parameters. He didn't offer those parameters. His company that he works for is not is is not driving that kind of a narrative themselves. Not saying that they should not be because I think that they should be, but they're not even driving that dynamic. Like, you and I will sit up here and say that Charlotte is our fave across the board. Charlotte is a star in that company, period. Like, one of the, the biggest stars. Sasha Banks is one of the biggest stars in that company. Like, we, we we weave in and out of those lines constantly. But with that being said, we're also not inside the product. And, we're, and we also understand what environment we're getting ready to hand that to. And he gets that. He gets what environment he's saying this in, how it can be misconstrued and how it can be taken apart piece by piece. It just, to me, it was just no need. Um, it, was no, it was just no need, in my opinion. I'm, and, I, and, I, and I'm not saying that I either... I'm not even saying that, again, I vehemently disagree with him. I went with some stuff, and I was like, uh, I would to just let that alone.
1: That's at just, what me, point do you stop... Have, have, at what point do people have get get to stop worrying about how things are gonna be misconstrued by people who can't think past step one. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's why I met with it, like, but if you, if ricochet.
0: You don't want the smoke, smoke, then that's well, what I'm he, saying. Well, then, clearly then, he, then, did. he did. He, he didn't back down.
1: He did want the smoke. That's what I'm saying, he did not back down. He said, I said what I said. Somebody said what you said was bullshit. And he said, no, the fuck it wasn't. I don't care who you're bringing up. And then he deleted it. i Well, better. Yeah, well, it. listen maybe so but see here's the thing when stuff like that happens and with somebody like in that company we don't know if someone called him and told him to delete it you know what i'm saying and that's what
0: my bigger that's what my bigger point is that is not your company's narrative you know how mm -hmm. it's going to be received avoid that avoid the smoke it isn't doing anything for your character avoid uh, just avoid getting on that radar in a company where you're underbooked as it is to begin with i would just it, that wasn't the battle that wasn't the heel to die on in my opinion
1: uh, it might not have been but I I just I don't think he did anything wrong I don't think uh, oh, he did no, anything oh, wrong I'm not, at a, all I'm,
0: for me it isn't on a moral a moral there's not a moral compass to apply to it it isn't a right or wrong because it's an argument for both sides I just don't think he did it was that bright. that's all for me it's like yeah, that, okay, that, that's, on, we'll that's
1: fine um but this whole conversation I'm sitting here thinking I'm going through like EO and I'm going through Ricochet And my head, and honestly, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say, in my opinion, that Ricochet was absolutely right. There is nobody who can do the shit that he does. And And I can say that because you can watch Ricochet moments, matches, whatever, and he literally does things that no one else does and no one else has ever done. How many times and how many people can you point at? In the last, what, 15, 20 years where you can mm-hmm. say, oh, I've literally never seen anyone in wrestling history do that. When There's Ray not a the lot scene. of times of people you can you can count on. When Ray hit the scene, uh,
0: definitely. Um, when right, Ray hit the Ricochet scene...
1: is one of those people. Yeah. Who no, have yeah, you I, seen I, I... run and flip or front flip? No, no support, nothing over the ropes, and land perfectly on his free feet,
0: thinking. No, two no, no, feet no, baby, away no. from
1: a motherfucker. And say it was good.
0: <laughs> you, you, you know that, especially even prior to him signing with NXT or WWE. You know I have stand ricochet for a minute. That that that's never gonna be my argument. I, I just, I just, for me. It's some things is like even with all the all of the acrobatics and everything that he can do athletically, like I, I could never diminish the gift that that man has. I think, and I get the category, like I get how it's being presented. I think part of what underscored it for me is also your ability to to use that to connect to your audience. And we've talked about this before. Um, that's, what, that's where it gets great. Cause it's like, okay, I can do this thing. But it's also like, but well, where's that thing done for you? Cause I do maybe less than you, but I still find a way to actually connect to the people. It's kind of like whenever uh, Aretha read Luther, it was like you know how, about how many hits she had, and Luther was given. Who has the most recent? It's kind of it was kind of that thing for me more than it mm-hmm. was anything, and it was just kind of like it was lame. That's that's what it was for me. It was like girl, it, it was just no need to me in my opinion. It was just well, no then
1: at the, if we're going by that, then no person, no man, because we're talking about a man and he, you know, I guess defending himself against, you know, someone challenging him with a female. No man can say I'm the best then at this point because then it's like, well, if someone says this female is better than you, what are they supposed to do? Are they not supposed to defend themselves and say, no, I'm the best? Like, were they just supposed to back down because a female is presented no, 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 in the no, category? Because no. that's where we're headed to. That's what we're no, going no. to. Because yeah, what know, was Ricochet it's... supposed to do in that moment? That's my question. What, what was he, How do? would he have responded? Should he have responded? To the graphic to begin with? No, 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 no. Not the graphic to begin with, because that's we not the issue here. That was, um, was at least name. online, you know, with, on Twitter, where everything is got to be perfect. Um, he was put in a graphic. We're paraphrasing here. Who's the best high flyer, right? Him responding, I'm the best because nobody can do what I... is perfectly acceptable because they asked the question and included him in it. So... He answered the question that was asked by the company. Someone then said yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Well, guess what? Maybe the rest of them didn't think they were the best because Ricochet's in the damn graphic and Ricochet exists. <laughs> I mean, it's like okay, okay, take take this into account. You got I'm just gonna name random people. Orange Cassidy, um uh Tony sh- Tony Nice and give me one other random person. Murphy. And Blake Murphy are in a graphic. Buddy Murphy. With Ric Flair. <laughs> and they state who's the best wrestler. Do you think Murphy, Orange Cassidy, and Tony Nice are going to speak the fuck up? No. Ric Flair is going to say, I'm, this is crazy because I'm the best wrestler that ever lived. And I'm not saying yeah, I agree with that, but that's and- the general consensus. Why would they speak up? <laughs> well, okay, and and more.
0: It, it to me, it's one of those things. And maybe this is the way the, the way that I think. And I've never listened a pair of boots out, out well in a, in terms of rain boots. I and mean, that's a different discussion. But mm-hmm. I've never listened a pair of ring boots. So, but for me, seeing that, especially the way that com- company operates, either, I would either be partly like, okay, well, at least I'm in the graphic, because I just know how shady this company can be. Um, it really isn't a question. But cool, if y'all want it, like, let the fans eat that up. Like, child, whatever. Like, you know, like that's
1: what nah, it would have been. I'm it, with Ricochet. I'd <laughs> clocked right on in and said, me too. Nope. I, I'd have said me. I'm the answer. I stand I stand with Ricochet on this one. I mean, if you don't think you're the best, then you got a problem. That's number no, one. I, not, but when you are the just, best, like, then goddamn it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, it, it's a very slippery slope, especially because there's so many issues around gender, around fluidity, around representation, around you know um pronouns and how we present ourselves and uh you know can you compete in this particular uh you know given sport um if you're trans or if you're this or if you're that it's so many different it's a lot of questions that that are just great and don't have any actual full answers at this point um Mm -hmm. but i definitely see where this commentary can kind of be like wait a minute and i can see for especially for women who i can't speak for where it would be like, I mean, excuse me, and like they somebody may because don't also forget some people that simple, don't like all that flippity carrying on in certain styles of it. So I mean, it, either way, it's a discussion that I probably would have just been like, y'all have that. That's just me. I'd have been like, y'all have it. <laughs> I already know in my mind who the best is. Do what y'all need to do with that information. Like, you know, now tweeted that it shit. He doesn't, really, doesn't really have a um, a character to kind of because here's the thing. Like, let's say, let's say. Uh let's say Charlotte Flair. Uh let's say Lita. I'm about to pick somebody from a different a different generation so that we can we can do this. Oh, no, let's say Jazz. Let's say Jazz, Charlotte Flair, and let's say DDP and Randy Orton. And it was let's say Charlotte and Jazz had, had a cutter of some sort. And mm-hmm. it was like who has the best version of, you know, or the best the best cutter. Randy Orton's character. <laughs> He's giving, off screen, even off screen, the way he navigates and kind of blurs the lines where he he would he could jump in and have a response to a graphic like that, and it would either be like in character, who would be fully prepared for the smoke, uh, like beyond, like he would troll all the way. Completely, it would be in so in character that people would, to some degree, get it, but it would it would it would kind of resonate a little bit differently as well. I feel like with, with where Ricochet is, I think for some people, it came off maybe a little bitter, which, you know, and I'm not saying that it shouldn't. Um, I just think it landed a little awkwardly for people. And then when they presented their concern, he was giving, I said what I said. And they gave, well, what she said was some bullshit. And it just, it went from there. For me, I don't know. I just feel like for me, it would be something, it uh, would be a discussion that would be beneath me at that point.
1: Like, I well, I, I, just, I would like to respond to your... um <sighs> what you just said and say that you're right. Randy Owen's character would have done that. Um, But I can't really apply that to Ricochet because what's Ricochet's character? That's the point I'm making. That's the exact point. But 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 see, you're on that side and on my side of it, it's like he doesn't have a character. So I can't say that his character on TV wouldn't do this. Why? Because he's a face. Maybe his character would. He don't really have a fucking character on TV. That's my point. point. (laughs) Yeah, right. But we're on opposite sides of that. So it's like you're saying he um shouldn't have done that because, you know, it doesn't fit his character. I'm saying, well, why shouldn't he? Because there's no character to fit. Um, I, maybe and maybe he wasn't in light. character. Maybe the man is I, just I, 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 like, listen, I'm, I'm that nigga. Maybe,
0: maybe he's pushing for a new fold or a new crease or some nuance. Uh, maybe he's pushing for those things. I don't picture. know. I I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. I, that's part of also why it landed very clunky and very awkwardly because he's also not known to really be, but so you know, not to be given, but so much sass and what. So, so I think well, it's, the it's, children exactly- also hate
1: when people drop facts too. So you know.
0: They, they do, they do. I just, I, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know that it was a great idea on the, the, the graphics. I don't, I don't know. Like, they could, they, there's no reason they couldn't have done one for the women, one for the men. Like, there's no reason they couldn't have spiced things up a little bit, but either way, I was like, oh, is Just just because like, not like I said, not even a right or a wrong judgment. Just knowing the smoke that's going to come from from this response, it's like hey. position this thing out. Oh. Position, no well. position it in a way that you can that you can in you can engineer the response that you want that's going to
1: further the way that it is that you're doing. If you're not gonna do it that way, then for me it's kind of moot. Listen, you're gonna get smoke from somewhere no matter what you say on Twitter. So oh,
0: period. Oh, period. Yeah. Like, I don't, so I don't mind smoke. I can't. Don't care. I don't mind smoke. I don't mind smoke that I can. Because the way you, you see me lay smoke out on the, on the timeline, right? I'm gonna, the way I'm gonna lay smoke out. I already got every response planned. <laughs> I right, but Ricochet also
1: can can defend what he said and the smoke that he wants. He can absolutely defend it. He can absolutely defend it he I'm just chose saying, I I'm guess not-, not to after that moment and maybe someone told him not to I, we don't know you know it, yeah, but listen know. of all the topics on Ricochet that I could have guessed we would spend 15 minutes talking about <laughs> this is not this is not it so um, well, we can talk about some of the other us no, let's, let's move on let's move on to something else um I, I don't have any henny in my system, so I'm going to take the reins and move them on. <laughs> Maybe to Reigns, perfect segue. Let's, let's talk there. about oh, reigns.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean we some of the same topics can be yeah, listen.
1: Let's talk I cannot. <laughs> let's talk about Roman Reigns. And um
0: I want, to, I, want to, I want to talk about Jimmy and oh. Jey Uso.
1: Well, that yeah, that's what that's what it flows into because you know when you talk about Roman Reigns now, we get to what's going to happen with Jimmy and Jay versus the Street Profits. Um, Is Jay going to turn on him?
0: That's that's possibly that's getting broke the fuck up either way. Um, What's going to happen exactly? Don't really know, but that's getting broken the fuck up. They that 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 match isn't going to want to completion.
1: (sighs) Well, I wouldn't have had it in the ring in the first place that like there are, there are only, but so many matches that they have available that can be, you know, defined as like dream matches, even though I hate that term or just matches that feel big. First time ever. This is one of them. Even if it goes in there as a two, three to five minute and it ends up in some small shit, still like you're ruining the first time ever experience and that should be something that's built up to over time. Sonya had that right, but we need more than a fucking week. Um, into a big match on pay-per-view. That, that, like, That's what that should be. So just throwing this away for uh, a random SmackDown that's only here to develop a storyline that ain't got shit to do with the Street Profits. So they're basically just, you know, mashed potatoes and peas in this meal. you know. I don't, I don't get it, and I don't like it. Um,
0: it could have been a well. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 What happened? What the hitty got you, child. What's going on? <laughs> In my brain, I'm like, we got, we got, um, um, we've got the Dirty Dogs. We've got Eddie Guerrero's son and his stepfather. Yes. Um we've got so many, te- we got, you know, a couple teams, but I'm just looking at like, whatever. It doesn't, it really, it doesn't really matter who they face because it's the Uso's first tag match in um ten years. So I kind of don't mind them calling out the street profits because they don't have anything else to do right now. Um It is kind of a, you know, dream match, quote unquote. So I'm, I, you know, cause I, anybody they would have been up, went up against, and you don't want it to be inconsequential. You don't want her to have been out for Academy but at the same time, um, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 I, I but that's it.
1: my it, point. It is incos- inconsequential. It's going to be, especially yeah, for the street profits, is. because they're just side pieces to a storyline that have shit to do with them. I, like I, I, that, and, that, that so, was, that was doesn't be, make it any better.
0: That was going to be any team they face, though. It's not, no, 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 Whoever they face is right. not about the team, right?
1: Exactly. But so you, you don't do that team, to the street profits who are a marquee have, tag team on SmackDown now.
0: I agree, but you also don't want to put the Usos in there with somebody that don't matter because you do, You know who the Usos and what the pedigree is. So you got to put them in there with well, a team that is going to be like, oh, I want to look and see what this is going to actually give. Um, you want something that's going to look like good on paper and the, if, they, if this whole thing had been against the Alpha Academy, we wouldn't be nearly as concerned. It would have been like, oh, okay, well.
1: <laughs> like, well. See, you say, um, don't put them in there the with a team that, that doesn't matter, but in this match, in this instance, it doesn't matter what team it is. They don't matter because it, it it's not about this match. It's about Jimmy and Jay Uso and Roman Reigns, who's not even in the match. So, I mean, you have your choice of putting in a marquee tag team that, you know, everybody wants to see go against usos in a position where they're not going to matter. Or you take a team that already doesn't really matter and put them in a position where they don't really matter. I guess that, that's, that's my problem
0: because you also need a team that can, you also need a team that can facilitate like, you know, like, Oh, so you calling us out? Like, da, 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 da Like a team that's like, cause like if Alpha Academy had like been like, Oh, you calling us out? Like, it'd been like, girl, they're going to dog walk y'all.
1: Are they like, the only other tag team on, the- <laughs> on SmackDown? <laughs>
0: Eddie Guerrero and, and his stepfather. Oh, yeah, Eddie you know, Guerrero son and stepfather, the dirty dogs, uh, the dirty
1: dogs. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so it was going. He was either going to be the dogs or the prophets. That's who who was going to be? And
1: because- it should have been then the dirty dogs because, uh, or, a- as far as I can tell, Jimmy is the one who called this match. He's, and I get asking for the prophets in character and like it makes total sense, but we're talking about something that's. Written, you know, <laughs> pre-written. Yeah, but but they also, um, I, I also yeah. get
0: not asking for Dirty Dogs because they're still in their fallout feud with Eddie Guerrero's uh, son. That and ain't got that father. ain't got
1: nothing to do with the Usos. The Usos I don't know, care nothing about that. And Jimmy is a face, so he should have been calling out a heel team.
0: Academy, and I mean, nobody was. <laughs> that wasn't ringing nobody's barrels So I mean, it I, wasn't. I, it's not. You're right. I, I kind of get it, um, especially since the ain't doing shit else right now. I kind of get it. It isn't, it isn't the best thing that could have happened because uh, that is a match you want to see down the road. Um, but if it, if it turns into like the new uh, New Day versus Usos, if it turns into that, then I mean, sign me up because that I means that that went on a thousand times and it was good every fucking time. So, um, but yeah, this is not where it should happen. It should definitely have been a Hell in the Cell. Um, but uh, so, I mean, to be honest, so far they've kind of
1: they've slayed us with
0: this storyline. So maybe we just need to
1: see what happens. I guess. Oh, we will, because I'm, I'm wondering what's going to happen. Is Jay going to go through with the match? Is he not even going to show up? Is he going to walk out on Jimmy? Is he going to actually turn on him? And I think it's well way too soon for him to turn on him and attack him or anything like that. Um, and actually would never have that happen. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll I, definitely I, see.
0: I, I, I'm still for JB and Kaiser Sosa and getting that money in the bank and cashing <laughs> in and gagging everybody. I'm, I'm still for that. I'm still for Jay uh playing Roman close just so that he can he can eventually uh, you know Brutus and stab that man in the back and and that 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 it's just that's the that's the real payoff because Jimmy came back clapping so Jimmy ain't got the heat with Roman that Jay that Jay really because Jay's been disrespected <laughs> Jay's been royally real, disrespected so. That's the one that has to kind of really let Roman know a couple of things. Um, Cesaro is like, Seth has his number. Seth is wearing Cesaro out every chance he gets.
1: And he should until they get into that cell. <laughs> <laughs> they, he absolutely should until they get into the cell where Seth can't sneak him and then run away. You know, so I... Yeah, that's what it's building to. Seth has been sneaking him. So <laughs> we're eventually gonna get to a point where we're locked in this in a cage together. <laughs> a- ain't nowhere for you to go, ain't nowhere for you to sneak me. Let's do this. <laughs> but I, but that's what he's giving me.
0: Here's how I, <laughs> so hold on. Wrestling Trumps aside, it's a few things I would like to see And like I was thinking about this like last week, like a few things I would like to just see that just would be smart. That would just be like Oh, okay, we've never seen this before. Like, wrestling, wrestling works by that formula, it always has, it always will. It is what it is. But it's certain things I was thinking about Like that would make more sense. Like, for instance, when the Dirty Dogs beat up Dominic and threw that uh suede sofa on him, um, it would have been clever if at some point in time, Ray snuck one of them before the match started. You know, like, that would have been like, okay, even odds. Got it, that mm-hmm. makes sense. And now we get this build of like, what, it is, what is a tag match not being a one-on-one um, and then one partner comes in and the other partner comes in. That would have given a little bit more drama. Same thing with the with the women. Like, Asuka and Charlotte are the vets. They've been doing this for fucking ever. Just jump Rhea, beat the dog shit out of her. <laughs> like, like, it, it's certain things that I'm like, why don't they think about stuff like this to make it realistic? So back to Cesaro. If I'm Cesaro, like Monty, if 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 for first round, if back in the day, let's say we was at like uh the club and you beat my ass at this club, and then you beat my ass again at another club, and you beat my ass again at a third club. At some point in time, I need to be I need to expect to get snuck. I need I need to be on a swivel. I need to constantly be like this motherfucker gonna hit. Like, I could be if I'm in a bodega, if I'm at a 7 Eleven, like, he, he he might sneak me again tonight. Let me make sure I'm on my P's and Q's in case this motherfucker run up. Those are the kind of resting tropes that I'm thinking. Like, because, like, you're coming out to address Roman. Every time you come out and get anywhere in the vicinity of Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins beats your fucking ass. You would think by now you would have put that together.
1: Now, now, listen. Let me help. Let me help you. I'm gonna help you. This is this is me, gonna be one of the greatest things I've ever done for you. Okay, right now, <laughs> don't start thinking like that when you're watching the show. Don't let those thoughts because that is me. <laughs> I'm telling you now, <laughs> it is going to cause you to dislike a lot and to just break down everything too much. Too much about it. Don't somebody start had, doing had, that.
0: Um, somebody had the same talk with Adnan Verk, I promise you, because in first couple of Raws, he was making sense. And they were like, nah, don't do that. <laughs> they were like, You're making <laughs> sense. Don't do that. Oh, yeah, I that first
1: say- role when something happened where it's like, you know, the announcers got to play like they're the dumbest fucking people in the world. Oh, my God, what does this mean? <laughs> when Adnan started putting together the um, triple threat match, I think, with Bobby Lashley. <laughs> and Corey cut him right on off and was like, oh, what does this mean? What could this mean? <laughs> well, I think it means... like <laughs> like Adnan it- was like, it's obvious what it means.
0: Hello? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> clear what it means. Like Same thing like tonight, whenever uh, Reggie was walking up the ramp, and the fire hits him. they're like oh my god the pyro went off again bitch <laughs> it's Alexa Bliss like what <laughs> like right. this, this bitch has been a psycho since fucking for the last six months and you guys want us to pretend we don't like the, the, this isn't from Alexa like oh what what caused that like it's just so like okay but yeah announcers have to be stupid at. They do, and so do the wrestlers. Like I, if I'm Cesaro and I'm walking out, and I'm walking out that bitch sideways, I'm gonna be looking at the ramp, up the ramp, and at the ring at the entire the entire time. In fact, you know what? I ain't even coming to the ring. I'm gonna just talk from backstage on a, on a little in a little video and just address <laughs> you from back there. Because anytime I get near them ropes, and you're in that ring, Seth, she gets in a stomping rage. Next thing I know, I'm eating the uh, the fucking ramp. We're not doing that tonight. Like, I just, this if it was, it, I think that's the thing that I look for. And that's probably why, I like, for instance, to go back, why I enjoy uh, Asuka and Charlotte match so much. Because mm-hmm. they do things in the match that's just like, it's shit you would do in that scenario. Like, tonight, she was doing that rolling head scissors thing that she does um, when she puts you in that, like, that figure four kind of lock around your neck, and then she flips you forward. Um, mm-hmm. And she went to do it, and Asuka, like, uh, kind of stood in the squat position and kind of blocked her. I thought she was going to kind of raise her up and backdrop, which that would have been dope too. But like, it was just smart that she tried to block and then tried to power her through. And it was like, okay, people are thinking and not just like running the match as we normally would. Okay, I'm going to do this spot, you do this fight. I'm going to do this spot, you do this spot. Like they're they're thinking about the fact that they've wrestled each other numerous times. There's continuity here. I would stop you from doing that thing you normally would do because I know you now. You know, so I love that kind of stuff. And I wish it permeated the booking because
1: I just feel like... That reminds who me mean? of this compilation that's been going around Twitter. Somebody who does something so small and so simple, but it makes so much sense is Samoa Joe when he's standing <laughs> in the ring and someone's coming off the top rope at him. Ooh. He just fucking casually walks away. Because what else would you do? Stand there exactly. and look at them coming? <laughs> no, it's, you would it's not.
0: Like you would just step to the fucking side. <laughs> it's the multi-man. It's the multi-man match. I hate it when they do that. I hate it in a multi-man match when you see them like goofily like getting into a cluster, standing around, and let's all look up. <laughs> at the same time, at the guy jumping at us, like let's all. That's why I, hate, I sometimes multi-man matches can't get. We talked about war games a couple weeks ago when we were dragging, uh, how they edited the ending of it. But those matches, even like royal rumbles and certain like like four-man tag matches, people be staying down for longer than they normally would from like regular a mm-hmm. uh, backdrop. Like you out of the ring for that? Like you you've been on the mat that long? Like when you in a one on one match, baby, you be getting super kicked, DDT, like all kinds of shit. But now all of a sudden, you know, that thing took you out for that long. You outside on the mat laying down, like yeah, yeah, it's that kind of like. Well, I mean, uh,
1: some, something like that. Him. Something like that is easily fixed by commentary by uh, by saying something like, oh. He's just taking a breather. He's letting the two that's in the ring cause damage to each other and beat each other up. There's no reason for him to get back up and get in the ring right now. Because then you'd just be yeah, joining I, I the fight. It. No, wait yeah. till one of them is down, you know? So it's yeah, like good, that. Good, okay, good, um, commentary
0: does, <laughs> good commentary does do that, but there's also a way to do that in the booking and even in your posture. Like, you can you can. there's no reason you just can't stand outside the ring and be like, shall y'all go here? Like, like, you can't be able to just do that. And be like, huh? no, I wait till y'all get done fighting, and then that can be the story. Like he outside the ring, let's go beat his ass. Like that can be the story. That's smart. That's more like, you know. But we know what we're watching, so I sit right. on my cognac. I sit my cognac right now.
1: Um, I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't bring this up. Well, um, you thought it was earlier, but um, well, before we get to that, actually, because that's gonna be a discussion. Um yeah, I'm wondering a couple of small things. If they're teasing Ricochet and Umberto mm-hmm, as a so. as a tag team. Mm-hmm. That would be a, that would be a nice little tag team for um eventually down the line if you know you're not doing no one either or that'd be a nice little tag team. Um uh, we'll so here's a question. What is one thing from pre-pandemic live wrestling with live crowds mm -hmm, that you wish will stay there when live crowds come back as in something you don't want happening at live events that used to. You hope the fans forgot because I know 100% what the fuck it is for me.
0: Um, something I hope the fans forgot. Um... Well, you—I can't think—I can't think of a, sp- a particular thing, but I can think of an attitude, and we discussed it at Mania, and I, I did not like how, um when the women's match started, like it hadn't even, because I, I like I told you on the way there or, or sometime before. I think a lot of men, uh, male wrestling fans, are misogynistic when it comes to the women. Like they don't even want some. Like, some of them that don't want to see the women do anything, mm-hmm. um, and some of them that were booing, and the match had been like. You know, thirty seconds in, and it was like, "But we're not doing that tonight." Are you going to shut that shit up, like right now? Like, um, I don't miss that. I don't miss like when when fans don't have like a sophisticated view of what's going on in that ring to some degree. I I want to be sophisticated, at least just experienced view, a tenured view. And it's like Mm -hmm. boring chants will start, or an unnecessary CM Punk chant will start. And I live for a CM Punk chant, but it's time to like. This that, that it gets used as gets over tool. it. Yeah, it gets used <laughs> as an
1: abusive tool.
0: It gets used in a way to like kind of diminish what's going on in the ring. I don't want to see it for that reason. Um unless what's going on in the ring is just is just that bad. And that that does happen as well. But um some of that I don't want to see from the fans um anymore. Um But yeah, I know that it comes with the territory because I know
1: that wrestling fans are a, are an interesting bunch. Well, here's one thing. That uh, is number one. Please, I hope that everyone has fucking forgot that goddamn what chant. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. The what chant? The what chant. Uh,
0: The Austin what chant. I think Steve hates it. I think Steve hates it. I think he's
1: mentioned like he hates that he ever started it. Uh, yeah, because it's fucking stupid. It's annoying as hell. It's like, imagine going to a movie and after every line, the the, the fucking theater crowd goes, what? I'd I want to punch everyone in the fucking face. Shut up. <laughs> I, I hate like that what wh- chant. I hate it.
0: I feel like the what and the CM Punk chants like, either have or had a place. But because of the, like, abusive misuse of both things, it's just like, child, like, pack that away. The, yeah, do it
1: when Austin's out there playing to the What Chance because he wants you to watch it. Don't start what every fucking promo that, that you hear out there. The shit is stupid. But if it's a
0: bad or nonsensical segment or promo, like, Dragon, I mean, boot the shit But, out he, of
1: but it. here's why. Here's why, though. Because the What Chance are not even sophisticated as you just said right they're not even at all done in any smart kind of way you that just tells you that the fans are not even listening to what is being said Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it was the undertaker (laughs) mark calloway from texas shout out to marcus and Tim. um who said hey i tell you what why don't you say what if you like to sleep with your own sister? What did the crowd do? What? Like just as loud as the previous time. So that lets you know they're not even listening to what the fuck is being said. They're just waiting for them to stop talking or pause so they can yell out what. And it's just like, yeah, I agree. shut the fuck now, up. There are,
0: now, now, with that being said, and since we've dragged the fans, there are times that they're smart about it. Like one time that I was like, okay, I love every bit of this was a time that they when they were trying to make Becky Lynch a heel when she first turned. And um and she was like um something something she called the crowd idiots. And they were like, We are idiots. Like that was amazing. That's well yeah funny. that's funny.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. Is it?
0: So there is times they're like but that that shows you that they're listening and engaged and to some degree in their defense, not much so, but in their defense that is the performer's job to keep them engaged in, and that sometimes that, like you know, you can see it going off the rails. And unfortunately, when it goes off the rails in front of the crowd, you and you give them to you give them like not, they, they have an inch, taking them mile now, like because we you know it, it sucks it, either way. It sucks. It's like damn, we, you can tell like okay, this is getting ready. I think we were at the post uh, post mania raw whenever after Kofi mania. And it was um we wanted somebody to show up that Monday night and they did and it didn't happen and this and it closed out with Kofi and Seth versus somebody. one I don't remember who and it was and they I, I was like oh this is getting ready to get bad and like I I I could just see when it was gonna where it was getting ready to go and once it gets down that rabbit hole the fans are going to like they're going to start grabbing every tool that they have and they're going to grab normally the most unsophisticated <laughs> one so. You can expect to hear what and CM Punk. Oh, and this no, see, all that
1: is fine. The things you mentioned for all of that is fine. I agree with all of that when they're trying to make a point. Everything you just said is about mm-hmm. the fans making a point, saying we're rejecting mm-hmm. yeah. um, this. We don't want to boo Becky. She's our hero. We understand you're trying to turn our heel, but we're not going to let it happen. I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. I'm talking the, specifically the what chants don't have any of that in it. They're literally just saying what to say what, no matter oh, what I is totally going agree. on in the I ring, agree. no matter what. So that's a completely different thing.
0: No, yeah, and again, the Undertaker
1: example is the prime example of that.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. What I'm but what I'm saying is that like there are certain instances. That you can see it going off the rail, and I still hate those times because you know when it goes off the rail, the fans are still going to carry and take it too far. <laughs> like they're they're gonna go, they're gonna go overboard with it. It's gonna be overkill, and it's gonna be like, oh my god, like you know, sledgehammer to a to a nail, and it's gonna be like, oh, dude, we have to go this far, guys. Like they're gonna take it to the hilt, and that's what my my issue normally is. Like, yeah, this is bad. Let's boo it. Let's, do, but they're gonna like it's just gonna it's gonna carry, and that's that's the only when I'm like, all right, guys, let's go home. Um, but yeah, there are some things, um, I don't ever got to hear again. Now, what do you, want? what do you want to keep from the pandemic era?
1: Uh, that's easy. Bailey yelling at Michael Cole (laughs) because that's, I I fucking love
0: it. That is easy. That is gold. That is actually, um, Then this cackle she's doing is so scary. I think she's, (laughs) I think it's some, some Agatha shit going on. I don't know what I don't know where she dug that laugh up from. But it's so weird. Um but if it's. Um but yeah, uh, I think that um but I think I'm ready to kind of yeah, now you're making me think about the crowd. And as much as I love the crowd, some nights I'm like, girl <laughs> Yeah. Cause that's a that's a very unique crowd. Especially and it, I mean it can range NXT versus Raw or SmackDown, is different kinds of crowds depending on the, the city that you're in, depending on the the pay per view versus a regular night. Yeah, crowds in general can just be very temperamental. So, but I'll be glad to have you know crowds back, even even on my TV. Um, it's just a, it's just a, an element that we've been waiting for and waiting to see how like you know the crowd authentically responds to this booking and these in these current mm-hmm. characters and their current iterations. So I'm excited for that, if nothing else, and. and what is it? Summer Slim, potentially going to Vegas? Possibly. Yep. That could be interesting. Uh, my flight will be booked. Um, it, it sure, will we'll be. definitely be there. And are we getting ready to get a rotating series of three
1: uh, threesomes,
0: uh, <laughs> triple threats, with Drew and Bobby, and then a random third person?
1: Uh, we better not. We better not. Um... As it, it. Drew has been in a title picture for a year and a half. It's time to give it a rest.
0: I think that they think he... I don't disagree, but I don't see anybody walking out of that cell with that belt besides Bobby. And so I'm beginning to believe that they're just like... Yeah, yeah this, absolutely. Will be sec, this will be the second triple threat um, with, a, with a random person. Like, where's Braun? Like, just, Braun is MIA now. So I feel like, you know, they slept Kofi in. And then after this, you know, they're gonna sub in whoever else
1: they sub in. And they that's why well, so we have even keeping... huh? This could be a um just a little mini storyline for TV. Because I, I honestly don't see Kofi getting past Drew. I think we're gonna get Drew and Bobby and Helen sell one on one. I don't think we're getting that because remember, New Day are still involved in a story with Randy and Yeah, they are and Riddle. So, so Randy I,
0: I, Randy, Randy, Randy Crossry so don't next think week? so.
1: Randy Cross is Randy cost Drew next week. Um, no, no, I don't think I don't think that. I just think Drew beats Kofi next week. Okay. That could happen. Like he's had he's had <sighs> shots Kofi, Kofi dragged him <laughs> tonight, didn't, tonight, didn't. As Kofi said he's had shot after shot after shot after shot. So they need a reason, at least story wise, to why Drew is even getting a fucking shot at this point. They do because he won a number one contenders match. Okay, um, but it, he shouldn't be anywhere near this. The man has failed all year to get that belt back from Bobby say, Lashley.
0: They could announce. They could announce anou- anou- it. They could. They could just announce how they announced Charlotte and uh, Rhea tonight. <laughs> just like, well, girl, at least it came right here, after here. Charlotte won a match.
1: Um. Yeah. They, yeah, they, but they, they, uh, they, 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 uh, it was for number one contendership. Right, uh, it is what it is. Um, I want to get into this conversation. Ooh, um, here we go. now, now, here is a disclaimer for say conversation. Right, we're gonna talk about the velveteen dream. Mm-hmm. Anything said is we'll be about to a court of law. No, la- <laughs> right. Anything said is not meant to support (laughs) or claim to know definitively nothing like that. What he has been accused of, we're going to state plainly, what he has been accused of is trash, is disgusting, and anybody guilty of it needs to be burned under the cell. (laughs) Period. Okay? We understand that. So don't be delayed and try to, uh mm-mm. Nah, we're not doing that. Not on this podcast. But we're going to have a real conversation about it. Yes. So I say that to say we are living in such a dangerous time for Mm -hmm. things like this because on one hand, you have victims who uh, think about victims who had this kind of experience happen to them in like 1996, 97, a time where there wasn't social media, where you couldn't be silenced. Right? So victims now, if they're not being heard by their, let's say their family, their friends, local, the police department, whatever, they can voice their opinion to the world. Really? to make sure somebody hears them and hears this story and tries to get justice from them, right? But with one side of the coin also always comes the other side. Now yep. that we have social media, anybody can get on Twitter and accuse somebody of something, and that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Velveteen Dream is innocent or if he's guilty. I will say if he's guilty... Lock him away, throw away the key. If he's innocent, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Because he very well could be innocent. That's what we're going to focus on here because obviously, if he's guilty, we're not, ha- we're <laughs> there's no debate to be had, right? Do what you will with him. But if he's innocent, let's talk about how somebody's just had their career, their job, their livelihood fucking destroyed for nothing. So, and oddly
0: enough, this is one area where we completely agree, um, and we've discussed uh, the tangential outcomes or possibilities when it comes to this. How it looked, how it's presented. Back to the ricochet conversation, where you know people know where to drop certain bits of information or certain narratives because they know what the response will be, and they know that if it if they can fix it to a current campaign or a current sentiment or emotion, mm-hmm. they know more often than not, people are not going to go look for facts. They're going to run with the emotion. And it's, it's sad because that's how people mm-hmm. get preyed upon. People get preyed upon from that perspective, because you can say something and people, first off, they feel obligated to support you. If they feel like you've been victimized, um, but right. It's a, it, it it's emotionally manipulative. That was a lot of words. Manipulative, um, to use people's response to something pre-existing, a campaign of oppression, a campaign of um, abuse, of abuse, of taking advantage of people, of of power dynamics, of toxic masculinity, of misogyny, of all these different things. And um, and to use it against you. Because the thing about it is, is this. Everything is corruptible. Everything mm-hmm. is corruptible. So whereas you can start a conversation about highlighting this particular like disparity or issue, there's, al- there's going to be already someone looking to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And to think that everyone claiming victimhood is A, being honest, or that inside of that, Community of people that are claiming victimhood, that there can't be people trying to take advantage of how victims are received, what platforms they are given, and the retribution thereof against the person. Because I feel like now, especially because it is because sexual assault is so hard to prove that people Mm -hmm. have settled for a court of public opinion. And so, if we can't get you legally because the uh, statute's a limitation, or because we don't have any evidence, or because you are rich, powerful, and/or white, um, we can at least attack you personally and ruin your brand and public persona. So that's become like the low-hanging fruit of this 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 kind of mm-hmm. in, this kind of tactic. Is at the very minimum, I can get you fired from your job. At the very minimum, I can stand your character. At the and, and to think that there aren't people out here. That will operate that way is very naive, and yeah, I know that. It's, and, and, yeah. and, and, and it's kind of like the whole campaign of like, um, well, women are always right. Da, 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 da. We've, we're conflating there. We're 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 mixing up. Listen to women, specifically Black women, with mm-hmm. they're always right. No one should have to. No one should have to bear the burden of always being right. But that's how we conflate, and that's how we jump. We we overcorrect and jump too far to one extreme. In order to correct a, a systemic wrong that's been going on for however long, so that's what happens. Is and people and the people that are looking to use that for nefarious means, they're out there. They are out there. We see how that one guy, you know, allegedly hitched his story to somebody else's story, and and then the thing snowball. It's it's that simple. It's that simple to co op somebody else's pain, or even them being opportunistic, and to be you know, and to hitch your bigger wagon to that and blow the thing all the way out of the water. And now we've got this yeah. thing and we and and we, and this we guilty we before
1: opinion? proven and mm-hmm. society, yes.
0: It, and that's all and, and we've settled for a court of public opinion over anything. Now this say that I have any clue on as to what actually happened. I have no clue mm-hmm. and if what has been alleged is true, then what happened was necessary. Um but even if even with even if it's not true, what happened became necessary. Which is the sad part because even if it's not true, Mm -hmm. it sucks because there's nothing they could do with this man because every time that man got on the screen, every single time, Uh, this thing revved right back up. It revved back up like clockwork. And that would suck if we live in a world where these are false allegations. That would be terrible. Um, And I'm not saying that they are. I, I don't know but I'm just saying that there is the propensity for these things to happen. Cause I've seen them happen. I I know of people that have done them, done that. Right. I know people that have made false allegations. Um, yes, absolutely. because it fit, it fit what they wanted to do in a moment. It fit the narrative in a moment. It fit, um, the leverage they needed in a moment. You know, I know people that have called the police on, on a loved one cause they knew that they were on their second or third strike. Um, you know, and have sent them to prison, um, just because they they wouldn't do what they wanted. I know people that have done really cruel things like that and have leveraged um, their predictive classification or their gender or whatever it was to get and to exact the results they wanted in that moment. So to think that people cannot be manipulative or to try to overcompensate and overcorrect what we've done women wrong and to believe that there are not women out here that would would make false claims or people in general is just, it's very naive. Uh, and that's why those it,
1: claims have to be vetted, and it's it's very naive. Um, and the thing is, the, where there's one argument, there's uh, an equal or more uh, or as powerful like argument to you know, you know, to uh, the opposition, and it's just like you saw those people that the WWE released mm-hmm. because of this. This Me Too movement, um, mm-hmm. this stuff, didn't release Velveteen, brought him back to TV a few times. Mm-hmm. This is a publicly traded company that is so sensitive about their public image and what the media says about them. I find it really hard to believe. That's on a possibility that this could be a huge money star in the future. Not currently one. He's not John Cena that they're trying to protect. Right. So it, I find it hard to believe that they would allow that to be a possibility to keep Patrick Clark around. Mm-hmm. That's just. Like that goes. That's just not good business acumen. Right. That's anybody with any kind of business sense would not do that and we have to take our minds out of the you know the shows for a moment and you know because you can argue that by saying oh well they make stupid decisions on raw that's you know counterproductive all the time we're not talking about tv we're not talking about creative because when we're talking about something like this now we're moving into hr we're moving into pr we're moving well outside of what the fuck happens in the ring or every monday and friday right We move well outside of that. That is just not something I see a publicly traded huge conglomerate doing unless they were absolutely sure this dude was innocent. And I, when this first happened, I was, or, go ahead.
0: In the case of WWE, that they were absolutely sure they could get away with it. Because there's tons of things that they've done that have been fucked up. (laughs) As long as they thought they could get away with it, they still did it. So, like, from the Saudi deal, the deal, still dealing with the crown prince, like, it's a lot of things that they have done that are fucked up, but if they felt like they could get away with it, they would do that as well. Snooker, so, for stuck. them to feel
1: that way, they would have had to run that investigation and found absolutely nothing that could yeah. I prove knew. he was guilty, right? That could prove it, yes. That could prove that he was guilty, so if that's the case, then that causes the question, well, is there anything like that period because they couldn't find it? I'm I'm yeah. sure they threw money behind us, but but now I'm getting into like, sounding like I'm trying to defend the Velveteen dream and defend this because I think he's innocent. That's not what's happening here. We're playing devil's advocate. Again, we don't need to focus on guilty because we all agree on that. We all know what should happen if he's guilty and that mm-hmm. this is all good. Mm-hmm. But might. Mm -hmm. Um, My thing is, like, when we were discussing this, when it first started happening, and I was like, this story sounds shady as fuck because, Mm -hmm. for several reasons, but also this whole screenshot, oh, there's a a photo of him sending this picture, blah, blah, blah. We were in 2020, then we're in 2021 now. The ease in which that is uh, able to be manipulated in this day and age, Mm -hmm. screenshots don't mean shit. In 2021 mm-hmm. and in 2020. No, they don't. You know, video exactly. recordings don't mean shit. It's context. Like the way those it's are easily context. created and manipulated, right? Right. So then you have the audio that's like, well, what school do you go to? Yeah, when you apply that to, um, this is a predator talking to a school-aged child, that sounds crazy. But if you take that away and you apply it to... A kid hit up a wrestler saying he's in wrestling school and wants to be a wrestler, and then the wrestler him what school do you go to. It's a completely different thing now, isn't it? Yeah, um, it
0: is, and I mean, and even 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 from the virtual meet and greet space, I mean, for me, it's kind of like, eh. but it, you know that it, again, um, even innocent, still. Still naive to me on Bel's part as well, though. Still yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you yeah. doing, bro? Like, like I get it. It's just weird. Like, it's, but it's, then it's, at it's, that it's, point, <laughs>
1: he's guilty of stupidity. Which, yeah, yeah, right. He, this, you know, <laughs> I. But, I mean,
0: it, yeah. It, what a, what a big price tag on stupidity at this point.
1: What a huge price tag on stupidity, um, especially coming from a guy who was like, my DMs are open and just because he was bored or not doing nothing wanted to interact with fans and then here, that's how we got here.
0: Yeah. And paid a price for that.
1: Yeah. And if people don't read or lack the fundamental, like comprehension of words and when they're put together and what they mean, right? Because I've seen all over Twitter, all over wrestling Twitter, people saying that, um, dreaming again is going to sound like I'm defending him, but here we are. Right. Um, Dream said he was staying in character the whole time, which is why he didn't defend himself. So they're taking that to, first of all, let's not be naive. That happened because WWE told him to keep his mouth shut. Shut That's why he wasn't defending himself. So anybody who doesn't realize that, come on. like The company told him, shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing. We'll handle this. That's why we have a PR team. Right? Boom. Right. But people are taking that to, to think that Velveteen means that he was trying to stay in character during all these accusations. And that's why we, why he didn't say anything, which would mean that he thinks that is something good for his character or that his character gave Predator on TV so he said like it doesn't even it just doesn't make fucking sense what the guy was saying was in the conversations with this person he was talking to he was staying in character which makes all the sense because you're interacting from the WWE page
0: yeah it, it, yeah, I, yeah, I just it, have it, a problem it, with people, people misconstruing it, I, things I, I, and I, to fit their I'm narrative it's just come it's, on yeah and I don't want this to sound like Joe Rogan or anything. Like it's, it's not about, you know, um, <laughs> it's not a complete discussion on cancel, on cancel culture and, and, you know, how, you know, we live in a very sensitive time and being very PC about it. It's not, it's not even that discussion just yet. Um, it's just how easily manipulative these spaces have become um, in both directions. And, um, and ultimately none of us really know, what completely went on though there are some things you know regardless of everything Liberian, that are stupid um with right. that being said that doesn't make you guilty of sexual assault or grooming
1: um but nonetheless yeah. to end that train, if he's guilty yeah. go to hell if he's innocent damn But what i will say is, is honestly for me from this from like
0: from on a molecular level from like the helix of my dna the most disgusting part of it all for me was him not knowing who Prince was. That for me is unforgivable. <laughs> for that, he should be repeatedly widows' bill DDTed onto the pavement.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> we <laughs> we got to remember how young he is.
0: I do not give a fuck yeah. how young he is. <laughs> I no there is plenty of music that is 20, 30, 40 years older than I am that i will be listening to and knew better. I blame his fucking parents. So
1: the Clarks, if yeah, I see you, you out,
0: if I see you out, the Clarks. Well, that's Clarks, just it.
1: What if Daddy his Clark. what if his parents weren't Prince fans? Then they they shouldn't be black. What what do you mean? Maybe they, maybe Prince music wasn't fun. Maybe they didn't like Prince music.
0: All right. Well, I'm quitting the podcast.
1: (laughs) No disrespect to the icon, to the legend, because I am a fan. Let's not be Iron, delayed. The right. Iron
0: Man <laughs> match with Reverse Rail is when this is getting ready to be a one hour of nothing but Reverse Rail talking to you because I'm about to be gone out
1: this bitch. I don't know. I'm just I'm just talking shit. I don't know Black how Black the Black fuck Black. you don't know who Prince is. I don't know. The Black
0: household where when Dove's Cry was not played, that, that <laughs> Purple Rain was not played, that Kiss was not played, that Vanity 6 did not exist, that The Family did not exist, that Morris J in the time? Oh, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> get me out of this house. Y'all probably don't use seasoning. Y'all probably don't need collard. Y'all probably don't have y'all probably don't spend a night. Y'all probably have sleepovers. Y'all don't spend a night. <laughs> I don't got nothing to get. Get that non black shit the fuck up out my face.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know how he didn't know who Prince um was. I that that I that one that, was I saw crazy. that line I
0: almost pulled over in, in Atlanta traffic. I said, wait a minute.
1: Yeah, he could let he could let that he could let that one he could left that alone. All he had to say was he wanted to play, well, uh, pay tribute to Prince after he passed. That's it. I added an extra string of Nicky Modo
0: pearls to clutch even more. I
1: had to clutch. clutch I, had, I needed to get
0: a cluster. to cl- I said, huh? Who? Oh, yeah, get this shit up out of here. But um, yeah, um, yeah. So that's all I got. We're marching forward to um, Helen Cell. Um, mm-hmm. like I said a couple of the podcasts ago, I think that they moved money in the bank because they knew a crowd was coming back. And I so I think they, they got shenanigans playing for Money in the Bank. Um, and some and probably some big returns if we're gonna be in front of a crowd. We probably would get Becky back.
1: Yeah, um I said it prior to WrestleMania. I I don't I don't know how you bring Becky back without a live crowd. Like that return
0: pop has to exist. Yeah, I'm sure that I like probably rupture a vein in my eye or something like that. I'm sure that I'll be bloodshot. Uh, so,
1: don't worry, I'll be perfectly calm and right there to help you if you need. Oh,
0: well, to. you'll <laughs> get, you'll have a, you'll get a little <laughs> chill up your back. Don't play. You'll get a little. Okay. She bad. That's gonna be a girl. That's gonna be a pop, regardless. You going you gonna have no, to No, absolutely, that. it is. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. So, I mean,
1: I'm not gonna pop with y'all, but I will respect the pop, and I already do because I know what's coming. Oh, so that's
0: close. You gonna get to a
1: CM Punk pop? <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> well. I mean, yeah, it's true. It is. That's why I brought it up. That's why I say I, even though she's not for me, I don't really care about Becky Lynch. I would not bring her back if it's not in front of a loud crowd. That would just be dumb to do. I, he got
0: her, her and Punk back the same night.
1: The place would melt. <laughs> See now you just want these CM Punk chants because I'm over the CM Punk chants. Like give oh, it no, up. No,
0: it's it's yeah, yeah, give it up, crack. Jesus, on. yeah, it's time to get some and let it go. I but love yeah, him.
1: I, just, I love him. Love him. Love
0: him. Yeah, let love me some feel, okay, but uh, yeah, but I mean, but he, if he gonna do it, he need to do it soon because we ain't doing nothing but getting older. <laughs> so with that being said, um, I ain't got nothing else. I'm I'm drunk all the Tennessee. There's that. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> well, I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> see, I see. We look. See, don't do drugs, kids, and don't drink. Um, Not- yeah, me promoting <laughs> promoting edibles last week. Now you over here promoting the cognac. Chill. Listen,
0: <laughs> it is what it is. I said that I was going to drink tonight if I had to drag weird Ripley, and that's what I did
1: hennessy if you would like to sponsor
0: you. us that'd be great <laughs> now that part that part And on, and on that note um anything else you got that you want to let the people know
1: Uh no not really uh i'm good i'm good thanks for listening we um enjoy the feedback keep it coming and I'm going to shoot it over to Robert to
0: yeah, sign so us Yeah, out. outside of that, you know where to find us, guys at the Cash Shit with the underscore for the guy, at reverse underscore rail, at roberts underscore rules. Um, keep it cute, and so will we. And outside of that, we'll talk to you next time. This is the Cash Shit Podcast.